Well, I am going to start with sharing a quick testimony recently of just a road to healing that I had. Um, I was at the water park. Speaking of which, where's my son at? Anybody know? Oh, yeah. Somebody go get that. Go get him. Bring him in here. We don't play that. <laughs> Tell him basketball's over. Church has begun. All right. Uh, so I, was, I had my kid at the water park. And um, I was doing something crazy and stupid. It involved going down a water slide on a tube and trying to go faster. (laughs) Anyways, so I come off the tube thinking evidently I'm, you know, able to do those kinds of things. And evidently I wasn't. And I slammed my hand up against the sidewall of the slide. And I slammed it hard. Well, typically when things like that happen, I don't really think a lot of it. I'm like, okay. That hurt, you know, go on with my life. Not a whole lot stops me from doing what is in my mind and heart to do. So I ended up leaving. I ended up going home. And my hand, my wrist, I mean, I'm in a lot of pain. And I start icing it and, you know, doing what I know to do, what I have there. And I'm just talking to the Lord. And, you know, of course, that voice of the enemy tries to come of your flesh, you know, whatever it is. I don't really like to give the enemy credit on any day. But, um, you know, I, my job for a living is I have a cleaning company. So obviously I use my hand, my dominant hand all the time in everything that I do. And so I'm like, Lord, I need your help. I need you to help me. And so I go to sleep that night. Um, I didn't sleep really good. I was in a lot of pain still. So I get up the next day and my hand is super swollen. Um, it really was my wrist on both sides that I had, you know, I had a lot of pain in, but my hand was so swollen, I couldn't close it so much. So, I mean, my son was concerned and, you know, I'm showing him like, man, look at my hand. And uh, so I go and get a brace, you know, and just do all the things I know to do. But during the day when I go to work, I couldn't even close my wrist because it was so swollen. And so I'm telling my hand, because typically anytime I have something going on to my, with my body, I just speak to it. And I'm like, no, in Jesus' name. So I'm telling my hand, you're going to work. You're going to work. So I'm working with this busted hand. You know, anyways, just pushing through and just like, and to, and working my faith too, like not just in the power of my own might and in my own strength, but that's kind of my way of working my faith is like, you're going to work. And so I get throughout the day and I think, I know it was a Monday because we had a healing room that day, but I started talking to the Lord. I picked Titus up more about it. I picked Titus up from school that day and he's looking at my hand. He's like, have you told anybody about that? And I'm like, no, just the Lord, you know? And so I'm like, Lord, uh, well, when I talked to him during the day and he reaffirmed, he's like, I'm gonna help you. He said, I'm gonna lead you to healing. And he said, not only am I gonna lead you to healing, but I'm also gonna do something in you for others when it comes to healing in the, in the midst of this. And I'm like, okay, awesome. So um, in the meantime, during the day that as well as he had spoke that to me, what was in my heart was that, he, and I think I'd probably heard it, I know I'd heard it somewhere before, somebody, somebody ministered it before that, you know, rather than just going through the principles of healing, when something comes up, the principles of God, the promises of God that's in the word of God, you know, um, call those things that are not as though they are, you know, we walk by faith, not by sight, um, you know, you're the healed of the Lord, 
Um, there's healing in his wings, you know, whose report are you going to believe? You know, all these things that we kind of go to when it comes to different areas of life, rather than just doing, or, you know, or maybe we heard a testimony of someone and, or like say Carolyn shared when we came in, she said that, you know, she was dealing with some stuff in her body today and she got into joy. Well, then I could be, so what that looks like of applying principles and doing it kind of in, along that line um, to receive healing would be, well, I'm gonna get joy. And then if I get joy, then I'm gonna get healing. But one of the things that the Lord was working in me and the Holy Spirit was working in me that day was that I wanna lead you to healing. That's what he said. I want to lead you to healing. He is healing, you know? So I'm like, awesome, you know? But he's like, I wanna lead you to healing. So that looks like everything else that we do in our life. You know, we have the word of God. We can't, we can't do anything outside of the word of God. But a lot of the time, we try to do things only with the word of God, you know, and, or by a testimony that we hear. And we think because it happened that way for somebody else, it's going to happen that way for us. Pastor brought it up Sunday when he started talking about casting out devils and deliverance ministry that people have fell into formulas and they fell into to different methods to get something done when it comes to healing or when it comes to deliverance. And, you know, we've heard pastor talk about before that sometimes the reason why some of the methods that we use work is because that's where our faith is. Our faith is in that method. But I know that we're coming to a place in our walk with God where having faith in a method isn't good enough. He's calling us higher because this is the thing. It's confusing to the world when we can't back up what we say God said or what we say his word said. So we have to know his voice and we have to believe in what he said in his word and what he said to us personally and get a rhema word and allow him to lead us to healing. So long story short, that's what he did for me. Um, as I was going throughout the day, healing room was coming up and I started really talking to the Lord and I was like, um, so Lord, what does this look like? You know, I was like, when Titus, it was funny because he kind of used what Titus said when Titus was like, well, have you told anybody about this? Because after he said that out of my spirit was like that scripture that says, call on the elders. And so when that scripture came up out of my spirit, then I was like, the Lord was like, have Michael and Twyla pray for you. Well, there you go. There's my rainbow word. He told me what to do. And in the meantime, and Anna can verify in the meantime, as all of this is going on spiritually, I'm also doing all these things in the natural. I had just been through some with Titus in his arm, and he was prolonged and getting to a specialist, and it, had, it could have caused difficulties, but it really didn't because of the break that he ended up having. It ended up healing, totally healed by itself, no surgery, nothing. But they had told us, doctors, you know, had told us that um, had he come in early, they would have said it themselves. So that's working, you know, that's working in your head. Like, okay, if I'm gonna go to the doctor, I need to go sooner and later. So all of that's on the other side of this. So during this time, I'm calling and I'm like, and I don't, I don't have doctor's phone numbers on my refrigerator. Like, I don't even have a doctor, to be honest. So I'm looking into, okay, what ortho? I wanna get an ortho if I'm gonna go. And I'm going through all the motions of, this in the natural as I'm going through this with the Lord. Well, thankfully, I had made an, I think I'd finally figured out what I was going to do if I, if I went to the doctor, because I'm not against going to the doctor. I, I'm totally not against that at all. I don't think we should be. I don't think we should be against um, medication. I'm going to take one of Ted's waters right here. 
um, I don't think we should be against medication or anything like that because we know that um, even healing, thank you, even healing, when it comes to healing, God has empowered people to minister healing through medication, through nurses. That's why they're called, it's nursing. They're nursing people back to health that otherwise couldn't nurse themselves. So God uses all those people. So I'm not against any of that. I just wanna make that clear. But I just wasn't sure what I was gonna do and, um, and how it was gonna look with, I'm really trying to follow the Lord. And so I ended up calling Michael and I was like, Michael, I'm at the church already. We have prayer on Monday. Um, can I come over? Can you get with me for so that you can pray with me? This is what happened. And he's like, I can. He's Twyla's got something going on, but I'll come outside. So Michael comes outside and he lays hands on my wrist. And um, when he lays hands on my wrist and starts praying, even then, and sometimes I can be so bullheaded, you know, he's praying. I'm thinking, I don't even think that's what's going on with it. You know, and I'm just telling you this because this is training. So I'm just being very transparent. And so this is what my head's saying. My spirit, the Lord's like, really, Shri? Really? You know, calm down. Like, you're not, you're not doing this. This is Michael. I'm, I'm using Michael. So I'm like, okay. So Michael's like, and in the morning, no, no swelling, no pain in Jesus' name. When Shri wakes up, there's going to be no pain, no swelling. And I'm like, praise God. So... You know, he's like, hey, because he's seeing my wrist. He's like, you need to go ice that, you know. And so I go home. I go to sleep because I was tired because I didn't sleep the night before. So I wake up the next day, and I kid you not, my wrist, all the swelling's gone, all the pain's gone, and my wrist is completely healed. Yes, praise God. Hallelujah. So, um, and there's another funny story about the whole doctor thing because I ended up going and ministering to this lady uh, at the receptionist's desk because I was like, well, I don't need the appointment because I'm healed, but, you know, so that got to happen too. But I just shared that to share with you that um, if there was a title for today, and I know as I get through this, it's going to lean more toward receiving your healing yourself, but I also have enough in here that if you hear it through um, being empowered to release healing, then you could put it that way too. But I don't, I didn't really think that I could do both in one, in one setting. So the, well, I would say the title, Joe, if you have a better one, it's fine with me. I don't really care. But is receiving and releasing healing by faith as the spirit leads. It's long. So that's what I would say. That's what we're going to talk about. And it starts with knowing who you are. So in order to all the things of God, you know, all the things in this book start with us knowing who we are. And it also starts with you believing that the word is 110% the truth, you know, because you're not going to have too much believing going on when it comes to the word of God if you don't believe that the word is true and that it's God's word to you, to us as the church. And so, Joe, if you could start with 2 Corinthians 5.20. And I know that you guys, I'm sure, are very familiar with this scripture, and I'm going to have Joe read it. Yes. 
Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Yes, praise God. But we're going to focus on the we are ambassadors for Christ, right? And so let's go to Galatians 3.27. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So that's how we're ambassadors of Christ is because we're in Christ, right? And so go to, and this one is amplified, John 14, 13 through 14. And I will do, I myself will grant whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am so that the Father may be glorified and extolled in through the Son. Amen. So actually... You want that, 14 also? Yeah. Actually, no, just stop there because I'm going to read that one in a minute. I actually jumped the gun on that one. I have my scriptures so on here piled in that I, that was actually for the next point. But so it starts with knowing who you are. And first we have to be in Christ. So that's outside of Christ, none of these, none of the promises of God works, none of the principles work. But we're in Christ. And then when we talked about being an ambassador of Christ in 2 Corinthians 5.20, an ambassador is a representative. And so I know that we talked about this before, but you know, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. And so we are representatives really of heaven and of God after being in Christ. And so as representatives, as, as we're ambassadors of Christ, we also have the authority of Christ. And so that's where that next scripture comes in is that our identity is not just who we are in Christ and where representing Christ here on the earth, but also the authority that's been given to us to walk in representing Christ here and to the world, you know? Okay, so go ahead and read John 14, 13. Yeah, and, yeah, and 14. And I will do, I myself will grant whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am so that the Father may be glorified and extolled in through the Son. Amen. So that's how we are an ambassador of Christ is by the authority that was given to us in the name, in the name of Jesus. And so um, we know that anything that we ask in his name will be done according to God's will. And so as we ask God, as we come to the Lord and we're going to him and we're saying, you know, I'm a child of God, healing is mine. And we're gonna get to the healing part of the scriptures, but healing is mine. We have to know who we are, that we are his kid, first of all. And then we're representatives of Christ and that, um, that we have the authority of his name that he gave in the name of Jesus. And the next thing is the anointing. Um, 
the anointing is the Holy Ghost. And so whenever the Lord was dealing with me about leading me to healing, the only way we can be led to healing is by his spirit, is by the anointing of God. And so um, we know that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living in us. That's Romans 8, 11. Probably. I don't want to leave it. Were you going to read it? Yes, I was. <laughs> I but was if waiting. the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Amen. So that life-giving spirit is the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. It's the Holy Ghost. And what's awesome about that is that Jesus not only died for our sins, but he also bore every sickness and disease on himself. So whenever he was raised up by the spirit of God, he was, they, that's where healing came from. So when it says that we're raised in Christ, when we're raised with Christ from the dead, we were buried and we were raised up, not only from spiritual death to life, but also healing in our bodies because he bore every sickness and disease. So when he was raised up from the dead, healing was in his body. You know, and so that reminds me of when, it, when the scripture talks about there's healing in his wings, because there's healing in his body, because he bore every sickness and disease on his back for our sake. And so that was awesome that as the Lord, as I was going through and I was getting scriptures together and I was looking at that, I was like, you know, because sometimes there's just a disconnect between how did he bear our sicknesses? How did he bear our diseases for us? But when you look at that scripture and you look at the resurrection, you see that the spirit of God brought life. So the spirit of God brings life to every area of our life, not just in our bodies, but in every area, even unto salvation especially, but including healing. And then the other scripture that I had for, um, and you know, when I first was looking at this, I was initially gonna talk about keys, you know, the keys to healing. And so we started with identity and then anointing the spirit of God coming alongside us. And the third one is faith. So faith is fully persuaded that it's, the beginning of faith is being fully persuaded that it's God's will to heal you and others. You know, not only heal you personally, but also use you to heal others. Um, and you being that conduit of power between heaven and them. And so... Every single time, it's always God's will to heal. It, it, you know, there's never a situation where it's not God's will to heal. And I was thinking about that, you know, sometimes we look at the world and they're so confused when it comes to the church and when it comes to Christianity because they look at our walk and they see confusion, you know? It's like there's this song that came on and I don't know where I was at. I, maybe I was in somewhere where they were playing Christian music but there was a song playing and it was talking about when the healing doesn't come. And you know, it's like, but the healing, everything was done in Jesus, period. Like there's not, if the, the healing, you can't look at it like the healing never, never came because the healing came to you 2000 years ago when he, when he was died. 
and when he was resurrected. And so 2,000 years ago is not only when we were saved, when we were reconciled, but we don't receive it until we receive the gift that he gave. But also that's where our healing is. Our healing was paid for then, and it's the same way. We only can receive it by faith. And so it's faith in what Jesus did on the cross. And so let's go to 3 John 1, 2, which is very familiar. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and read it. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prosper, prospers. So he said above all things that he wants us to be in health. And so that's, that's his will, is that we're in health, that we're not sick, that we're not, that we're not dealing with sicknesses in our body, um, that we're not being tormented by pain, by um, you know, wondering if we're able to go to work the next day or wondering if we're gonna be able to do all that we just need to do in our regular everyday lives. You know? It's his will that we're healed in every part of our body, in our mind, in our soul, every area. And so the next scripture is Isaiah 53, four and five. But he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. And so you know, right there, it's present. We are healed because of the stripes that he took on his back. You know, when he was raised up, we were raised up with him. And so we receive it by faith that we already have our healing right now. We're not waiting on it to come. We have it now. And then Psalms 103, two through three. And then the next one's Carolyn's that she said in Peter. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. Praise God. Hallelujah. 1 Peter 2, 24. who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Again, it refers to him and his body being broken on the tree for us, and that we're healed by his stripes. So now that, so once we have that picture of what God did for us and how he provided healing for us through Jesus and through the cross and through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, then um, we act and speak by faith based on the word of God. So let's go to James 1.22. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, only deceiving yourselves. And so that just talks about us walking in what the word of God says, you know, not only looking into the word to see what the promises of God are when it comes to healing, but being doers of the word. Um, but not only based on, like I was talking earlier, the principles of healing and receiving healing from the Lord, but also allowing him to lead us to healing. 
um, being led by the Spirit. And so once we get, once the Lord leads us by his Spirit to that place, it's obeying what he said, you know, not just what's in the Word of God, but also what he speaks to us directly. And then John 6, 63. Oh, that's not right. Mm, I don't know what I don't know which one it was, but yeah, that's definitely not right. Um, I'm just gonna skip it. So many times we don't act and speak by faith when we're walking through physical difficulty because um, we grow weary in well doing. You know, sometimes whenever we're applying our faith to the Word of God and we don't see it immediately, you know, faith is the opposite of sight. And so sometimes when we don't see it immediately, we give up, you know, we give up too fast. We allow the enemy to speak to us. We allow fear to come in or we just become so acquainted with pain and with the trouble in our body that we just decide that we're just going to keep living in that place rather than allowing him to lead us to healing. So it's something that we have to keep doing. You know, faith is alive. Faith isn't idle. Faith is always moving. Faith is always working. Um, faith is always now. And so faith will always lead you to move forward. It'll never, it'll never lead you back to a place that you've already walked through. It'll always move forward. It'll always lead you to the place that God has for you, which is healing and wholeness. And so when we're walking by faith and not by sight on a regular basis, and even those times whenever we run into struggles and um, you know, we're growing weary and we're getting tired and we're getting weak. You know, one, that's why we have one another is so that we can walk together into all that God has for us, you know, and strengthen one another. And when we see someone that needs help, that they're struggling um, in seeing the promise of God, that we know that God has spoke over their life, that we know that God has declared that is theirs. When we see them, you know, we go alongside those people and we don't want to just be the one that is constantly reaching out for strength and help for others, but we wanna be the one that's also giving strength to others and helping them to stay in faith and to keep moving forward and to, um, to do the word, you know? And so, and you know, sometimes that's why um, the Lord doesn't just call on us to, um, the Lord doesn't just call on us to declare the word over people but sometimes just as the lord's leading us to healing he wants to help those people to lead them to faith to receive their healing you know and so whenever um whenever i was praying and i was just meditating on the word and and just faith and what that looks like in my life um it was almost like faith is the arm that reaches from the supernatural into the natural you know, and it's just another way of saying it, that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But faith, to me, I look at it as an arm reaching out and grabbing that thing, that promise, you know, the word of God, or even seeing it, you know, that vision. You know, the Bible was always talking about how um, when we lack vision or without vision, people perish. So seeing that thing, seeing it already done, you know, seeing whatever that is, whatever God said, seeing it already done and applying it even in the spirit, you know, applying it whenever you're praying, whenever you're 
Um, I know I heard this testimony recently where this lady had been in a wheelchair for like, it was over 20 years. And she was so tired. I mean, at home she was applying her faith and she was working her faith and, and growing in faith, but she was tired of going to meetings and she would go. And because she was in a chair, she may be going to the altar for something else, but somebody would immediately try to pull her up out of the chair and make it a healing meeting, you know, and she fell sometimes, she said. Um, she got hurt. And, but at home, she was, her husband, she, her husband was a, was a man of God and I, he may have been a minister, but she said that when she was at home, her husband would lift her up in front of the mirror and tell her, I want you to see yourself healed. You know, I want you to envision this is what healing looks like. And so we want to see healing before it ever comes by the spirit. You know, are we, are we just looking in the natural to see what the, the natural says? Or are we going to see what God sees? You know, we talk about saying what God says, but are we going to see what God sees and see by the spirit and see what his will is? And if we can capture that and capture his will, and apply it to our bodies, to every area of our life, and also as we're releasing healing to others. You know, um, whenever somebody needs healing, you know, one of the ways I know for a fact that the Lord really heal that he uses me in healing is the gift of faith, you know, but it starts with his word, you know, it always starts with his word. So whenever, you know, um, somebody's like, hey, I need prayer, I want you to lay hands on me, I need ministry um, in the area of healing, then I immediately am like, God, what does your word say according to this situation? You know, what is your word for them? Just like he gave me that scripture and then I was able to go and do it and find out, you know, do the next thing that God said and go and see where that led me um, for them as well. And just by faith, you know, but that, that gift of faith when it works, it already sees it done. It's not even, you're not even looking for a scripture. You're not even, you're, Lord, what are you saying? The gift of faith just says it's done right now. And I'm definitely want, leaning, like, Lord, use me. Because, you know, the Lord gave me a word in um, revival. I think it was at the beginning of the year. And it was, pastor was talking about miracles now. Miracles now. I, he was on that for a while. Maybe it was last year. It runs together. But when he said that, it hit me in my spirit, miracles now, you know, because faith is now. And then he started talking about that, the message that he had having to do with um, anticipation and expectancy and the pool of Bethesda and that man there waiting on the water to stir, you know, and how focused he was on the water. And that's how focused you have to be to receive healing, you know. That's why that whole day, I mean, Anna was trying to talk to me that day when I was dealing with my wrist, and I came across very abrupt, very rude, like, which is not usually me. So when it happens, it is very distasteful. We'll put it that way. But because it's so not me, but when I'm in that place of focus of I have to get this done, it's the same way at Revival. You know, when I'm at Revival, Literally, I mean, if people have stuff going on at home, um, whatever is going on, I'm, I'm literally focused so much so that I know Titus has even been with me to revival before, and I'm not even sure if I even spoke like a handful of paragraphs to Titus the whole time I'm gone. And I, I'm sure I did. That's extreme. But it's just to say that you get in that place of focus and that mode of focus that 
people's lives are depending on it. People's lives and the littlest thing can mess it up. Just, just little uh, miscommunications, just not being at the right place at the right time, running late, um, you know, saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. You know, all of these things have such a part because we're, we're being led by the Spirit. We're trying to live a life in the Spirit, not in the natural, you know. And so it's not easy. It's simple, but it is so not easy. It's very intentional. And so just like when Pastor was talking about miracles now and he was talking about expectancy, you know, the Lord dealt with me and he's like, you need to expect miracles everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, expect miracles. And so, you know, I, I get on that road and I'm at that place and then my attention gets drawn to other things. But that's the thing. If we want to see miracles, we have to be laser focused on these things, on faith, on who we are, walking in who we are, walking in the authority that God's given us, um, knowing his word, believing his word, and declaring his word, and being led by his spirit, entertaining his presence, you know? Um, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Amen. So, yeah, so faith is the arm that pulls the manifestation from the spirit into the physical realm. We receive nothing apart from faith. And of course, Hebrews, we know Hebrews 11, the whole chapter is talking about faith. Hebrews 11:1 1 is talking about faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Um, Hebrews 11.3 is that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That's how, that's how we frame our world is with our words. And we have to make sure that even when we grow weary and even whenever, you know, we're, when we're expecting, when we're, or maybe we're not expecting because we're weary and we've, our expectancy has been left somewhere else, that we continue to walk in that place of faith. And even whenever you get off and you realize that you've slacked and that you've laid back and you haven't moved forward in all the things that God's called you to do and that he's, that he's promised you in his word um, when it comes to healing and every other area of your spiritual walk, that you just jump back on because we're going to grow weary in well-doing. You know, it's, life is not easy. Life is hard. It's super hard. And um, there's, always, there's always things going on in life. There's always going to be distractions, especially now more than ever. There's so many distractions. And it's one of the greatest hindrances to us receiving all that God has for us is the distractions and all the voices and all the, you know, time right now for me, time goes by so fast. I mean, it blazes by I can be, that's, that's kind of the frustrating part about, you know, the, the work and stuff because I want to be devoted to the word of God. I want to be devoted to spending time in prayer and in the word of God because that's where I want to be all the time. But life is constantly pulling us. So we have to intentionally and on purpose every day, you know, and maybe it's not as much time as we want. Maybe it's only 30 minutes, you know, but even in that 30 minutes, there's so much that happens, that exchange between us and heaven, that um, refreshing that we get in the presence of God, that where that life flow is, you know, and, um, you know, we, we have to keep in that place where we can receive the healing that God has for us, where, you know, 
all the things that are coming against us in our body and in every area of our life that we stand firm. You know, when it's hard to stand, keep standing. Resist the devil so that he'll flee. And, um, and just remember what God said and stand on the foundation of what he said. And so in receiving and ministry and healing, we must know who we are and the authority that we carry. We have to inquire of the Holy Ghost. We have to, um, to realize the life-giving power that it only comes from him and that the only way we walk in it is by entertaining his presence and yielding to his spirit and inquiring of the Lord and allowing him to lead us to all the things that he has for us, all the promises of God that he has for us. We only have the promises through him. So we believe and then we receive and we walk in it by faith. We do that by knowing God's written word and then hearing from God and, and tuning our ear to hear and receiving the rainbow word and then following him into healing. God is calling his church higher in the area of healing and in every area really, but especially in the area of healing, you know, there's so many people that, um, that blame God because of their loved ones and things like that. And even in us walking by the spirit and even us allowing him to lead us to those places. You know, I went to the hospital not that long ago and a lady had asked me to come and pray for this man um, and agree with her family for um, healing after he was considered brain dead, you know? And of course, it doesn't matter what it looks like. We know our God is the God of the impossible, that all things are possible in him. And so... When I go, I just encourage them. Um, you know, it was kind of a situation where you could look at the patient and, and blame them for where they were at. He was disconnected from his family, which can be super difficult. But, you know, I went in there and first just encouraged them with that, that, you know, life's hard. You know, this man, he was going through a lot and he's here, but God has a plan and purpose for this man's life, you know? And we're just encouraging them in that. But then also, I remember the last thing that I told them was, don't let the doctors push you to do something that you don't want to do. Not only that, you need a word from God. Like, you need a word from God. This guy's life is in the balance. And we were praying on the way over there and crying out to God and just in intercession for this man. And the spirit of the Lord came on me in the car and was like, this man needs to live, you know? Like, God's called this man to live. And, um, but then, you know, the next text a while later, which, you know, the person that had called and invited us into the situation wasn't the one that had authority in that situation. And so it was one of those things where they were kind of had to do whatever the family, the immediate family wanted to do. But it's just what the doctors said, you know? It's just what the doctors said. But even going through that situation, the doctors were like, well, he's already dead to us. Like, in the natural, he's already dead. He's been dead. And they've done all the tests. They've done all the things to see if there's life. And they pronounced him dead already. And so even legally, a family, which I'm sure you could fight to an extent, but even legally in Oklahoma and in every state other than, I think, two, if somebody's to the place where they're brain dead, they can pull the plug on them without permission. So something that I definitely didn't know. But, um, but, you know, it's just one of those things. The doctors are obviously, that's the report that they have. But ultimately, we have to find out what God says. We have to find out what his say is because he's the one that created them. He's the author of their life. You know, we don't want to go to anywhere else 
to to see, well, what about this and that? And is he, would he be able to do anything? Is he a vegetable or this? It's, it's what does God say? As people of faith, people of the world have no hope though. So they're, they're gonna do, they don't even know how to follow the doctors most of the time. You know, even the doctors, even the doctors can be encouraging them and they, they can't believe it because they're looking at what they see. But you know, we have to do, we have to get with God and see what God says and then follow and obey what he says. And so I just know that right now, when it comes to revival, when it comes to the church, when it comes to God pouring out his spirit, is that God is reaching out to us, you know, not just through his word, but by his spirit, even in prayer time, you know, that longing and that yearning to see the things that God has spoken over our lives. And we see the hindrance, and many times it is in our body. Many times it is through um weaknesses or, or tiredness. I mean, I know people right now that they, can, they, they can't get enough sleep. I mean, they're sleeping 16 hours a day in their 20s. And, and I mean, that's a spiritual thing. There's no way that you need that much sleep. They're fully persuaded, fully persuaded that that's how much sleep that they need. But it's the enemy. It's the enemy, you know? We don't, we don't have time to be asleep 16 hours. Like, we need all the time that we have. And, you know, so we have to come against that in our bodies. You know, if our body is saying you need this many hours of sleep, what does God say? God, how many hours of sleep do I need? You know, I've cut back on mine because I'm like, you know, I sleep way too much. I could get so much more done if I cut back on how much I slept, you know. And so there's things that we just have to, with everything that we do, we just have to go to heaven, we just have to go to the Lord and let him lead us and guide us in every situation, in every, um, in every area of our life. And so I'm just thankful that we have his spirit because I, I don't know how I could live without it, um, without him leading me and guiding me through every single day, through every decision, through um, just through life, just even raising your kids. So... But I do know that the Lord is, is calling us to a higher place when it comes to the area of healing. And um, his anointing's with us. I know even yesterday when we were ministering to that man, I seen that man in the church in service and immediately I seen, I mean, you could see it on him. You could see that spirit of death coming against him. And I'm like, you need healing. And he's like, yes. It's like, receive it. Jesus is here. That's all you need is Jesus. Jesus is the healer. He's here today. But you know, when we went to pray for that man, I felt the spirit of God come on me. I felt the anointing of God come on me. I'm like, come on, Jesus. We're about to see a miracle right now. And so I don't even know where he came from. I'm going to have to ask somebody. On Facebook? Yeah. That's awesome. But anyways, um, definitely, I'm excited to hear the testimony that comes from him. But okay, I heard him say the VA. Okay, so the man was from the VA. Gil works at the VA, and he invited him, and he also had been on prayer on Facebook. That's awesome. Praise God. 
the hospital is a good place to find people that need healing. come to winners that we've had several people come here that's had bad reports that said they weren't going to make it and I'm like Lord you're you're sending them to us for a reason because he came here he could have went to any he could have got on to anybody else's feed or but he's sending them here so we have something that God is trying to get out to the community in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma City. I mean, I was just thinking about that. I don't even, I was like, huh, that's not the first person that came here with a death sentence. So I'm like, praise God. Amen. He's sending them. I mean, amen. Um, just to piggyback on that. That is awesome because it was around the time when Pastor prophetically was speaking to us. Um, uh, we carried the miraculous. Remember, we were confessing that and confessing that. So it's just been a buildup, you know, when Pastor prophetically releases it in the atmosphere. Like this time around going to revival, like I'm starting to really pay attention when Pastor starts asking us to declare. And he says, I'm prophesying right now. Because what he does in revival, and we've seen it in Kanawha, he's releasing that prophetic sound, that voice in the realm of the spirit into the atmosphere over that region. And so when we begin, when we, because we're anointed, begin to speak, it's affecting the atmosphere in the realm of the spirit in the, where we are and where we at. And um, it was somebody else, I think Tyler prayed for, I think I seen it today or yesterday online that um, he was praying and then uh, a lady went on there and said, hey, you prayed for my loved one. And so it was a time everybody has been going out, out to outreaches that we weren't actually seeing the totality of the harvest. Well, now the harvest is now. So it's just really awesome how we're seeing all this come about. Like, I thought that was awesome. Because so all the cards we've ever passed out, we, we never knew. We never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. But I just know that God just wants us to be ready. And that's the thing. Um, you know, healing room came up. But really what's been stirring in my heart is living ready. Is living ready to preach in season and out of season whether it's favorable or not favorable, preach the word because his spirit will always follow the word of God. And so um, definitely it's a, it's a season of living ready. And the thing, and the part about living ready is in our bodies. Like we can't be sick and debilitated trying to go around and do the work of God. Like, and I see it a lot. Like we see it a lot in our lives. I mean, I have a sister, we're contending for healing with her. She's struggled in so many areas of her life and as a believer to where she she can hardly get out of bed you know and so we're i'm just like you're healed you're healed it's already done it's already done you just have to receive it in your spirit you know and that's where the enemy fights her is in her mind that if i'm healed why am i in pain why am i not sleeping why why can i not go throughout the day and get the things done that everybody else is doing you know the normal things of life the daily routine and but that's the thing as soon as we get over in that place we're not we're not any longer in faith and the other thing is is that you know something the pastor said oh i think it was last week was that 
the longer that we're outside the will of God, or the, the longer we're in the permissible will of God, the further his presence is from us. And so when we stay in those places of sickness and where we're allowing the enemy to weigh us down and we're carrying those heavy burdens and we're just getting used to them and we're walking around with them, the further we are from the presence of God because we're not walking in freedom, you know? And every time we come into the presence of God, we're thinking about all those things that are keeping us back, that are weighing us down, rather than stepping into the freedom that he's provided for us. And he can't make us do it. He won't. I mean, he won't. It's all up to us. You know, I was thinking, too, a couple of days ago that, you know, we have to make sure that our will lines up with his will, that we're not doing what we want to do, but we're doing what he wants us to do. Because sometimes it's easier just to go to the doctor. Sometimes it's easier to just call Miss Rhonda and say, throw me on the prayer chain. You know, but if we'll go to him first, just like when he told me, he's like, I'll lead you to healing. I'll lead you to that place. And he did. And he wants to do that for all of us in every area of our lives. Lead us to everything that we need to live the life in Christ that he's called us to live, that has everything, that has no lack. Because as long as we're walking around in lack and missing the things that we need to move forward in the strength and in the power of God's might, we're definitely not going to be able to provide strength and call those things that are not as though they are in others' lives if we can't even do it in our own. And so we just have to, we just have to see the word and, and, you know, the word's a mirror. And as we see the revelation and as we see the truth, commit ourselves to walk it out, commit ourselves to the truth and to step into it and, and make it a part of our being, not just something that we know, but make it who we are and that we're walking alongside the king of glory. You know, he has everything. He has all power in his hand. He, he created us. He created this world, you know, and so we're here and we have everything that we need to move into all that he has for us. His grace is abounding toward us every single day. He's not asking us to do anything that we can't do. He's empowered us to win in every area of our lives. And we know that this year is a year of completion. All those words that have been spoken, all those desires that are in the heart of God that he desires for us to walk in, to step into, not just for ourselves, but because there's a whole other group of people out there that don't know him, that need him, that need us to reflect him, that need us to reflect this book. And they don't want to hear people just talking about it. They want people that are walking in it. And, um, and that's us, you know? And so, but just like, you know, the Lord spoke to me, you know, I'm not a teacher. I had so many scriptures and I'm not a teacher at all, but, um, I like to preach, you know, I like to preach preach the word and declare the word over people. And so what I what was in my heart in coming tonight was that God does have healing for you today, right now. You know, miracles right now. You know, miracles, like I said, it's that arm in the spirit just reaching out and receiving what's already yours. And so right now, tonight, by faith, we're reaching out, whatever it is, whatever you came here, if you had something in your mind which you probably did. If you're coming to Healing Room, there's something that you're battling. There's something that you need from the Lord. I'm agreeing with you right now that it's done, that we're, by faith, we're reaching out into the Spirit together and grabbing a hold 
of what belongs to us. You know, the keys to the kingdom, he said, are binding and loosing. If it's not lawful in heaven, it's not lawful here. It's not lawful in your body. So I just declare right now that any sickness and disease that anyone's carrying, no matter how long it's been there, no matter what it is, no matter what its name is, we declare the power broken right now in Jesus' name. We know that at the name of Jesus, sin and death has been broken. The power of sin and death is broken from our lives. And we take authority right now in the name of Jesus. I declare right now that every sickness and disease, I rebuke you, I bind you, and we loose the power of God on your people right now in Jesus name Lord we thank you for healing God we thank you for wholeness Lord we thank you God that those those ailments God those tormenting pains Lord have to leave right now in Jesus name that the power of those things is broken right now in Jesus name we thank you Lord that you have given us healing tonight lord miracles right now lord god that faith would arise in your people not only for them god but for the world god because you said that we you called us out of darkness into light so that we would could reflect you lord so i just thank you that right now lord god you're doing a work not only in their body lord but in their mind that they're walking in the authority in the power of your might that you given us when you took the keys of death that you gave us authority over death so death we are kicking you out right now in every area of our body every cell of our body it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter why it came we shut the door to sickness and disease right now in Jesus name we declare that you have to leave that you have no place not only in us but in our families in this church in 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 every single person that's even in a part of the realm of influence of our lives because we are walking in divine healing and wholeness. We are walking in authority and in the power of the might of Jesus, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. We are raised up with him right now in Jesus' name, in our bodies, in the mighty name of Jesus, that he sickness and disease that he bore was broken whenever the spirit of God resurrected him. So we just thank you, Lord, that our bodies are walking in resurrection power from today forward. And not only our bodies, but as a result of the work that you've done in our bodies, we're carrying that resurrection power. We're That resurrection power is being revealed to us right now in Jesus' name, that we can go out and walk in it resurrection power that those things that are dead those things that are lifeless God that when you say can it live God we respond yes it can because you said that we have healing in our hands you said these signs shall follow the believer that we'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover every devil of disease and sickness will be ran off as a result of the entertaining of your spirit God and the entrance of your spirit not only to heal those, but also to draw them into your kingdom, God, to draw them out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So you're raising up an army right now in Oklahoma City, God, not only that will receive healing and wholeness in their bodies, but will be able to release it into the bodies of everyone around them. And as a result, God, of your goodness, of your faithfulness, of your spirit drawing them, because we know that it's only 
only by your spirit, God, as you're drawing us, God, into that place of your resurrection power, God. We thank you that your spirit's moving on others in this city, God. Those people that are lost, that are broken, that are destitute, God, they're every person, all these people running around on these streets, homeless, without a home, without anything, God. We want to see that resurrection power in our city. We call them out right now in Jesus' name. We call them from that place of nothing, that place of hopelessness, that place of darkness, God. We call them into your marvelous light right now. King of glory, we call on you to change this city, God, to turn it around, to transform it, God, like only you can, Lord. Breathe on this city, God. Breathe life back into this city, God. We thank you, Lord, that every area of town, God, those areas of town, Lord, where people have spoke against them that have said there's nothing good over there, stay away from there, God. We declare those neighborhoods, God, will be revived, Lord, that you will send revival, God, to those areas of town that people avoid, God, because of the violence, because of the trouble, God. But we thank you, Lord, that you trouble it, calls your name, God, because you can do something about it, Lord. You're the only one that can. So, God, we thank you, Lord, that you're attracted to the needs of this city, God. And we thank you, Lord, that we declare right now by faith, Lord, that you have your eyes on Oklahoma City, God, that you are resurrecting those things that are dead, Lord. These young men and women, God, that have lost their way, that don't have parents, God, that have no hope, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you're raising them up, Lord. You're sending laborers, God. You said that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So, God, we thank you that you're sending out laborers into your fields, God. These hospitals in Oklahoma City, God, not just two, Lord. Let us have so many people, God, that have a burning in their heart to eradicate sickness, God, but and declare your word, Lord, that we can cover every hospital in this city, God. If nobody else will do it, we'll do it, Lord. We'll carry healing to those people that are dying and going to hell, Lord. We will carry healing to those people and see to it that they will not be lost because we know that's your plan, Lord. That's your plan. And God, we thank you, Lord, that just as many are being healed, Lord, that spirits, God, are coming to you, Lord, that those spirits that have been brought into darkness, God, that don't know you, that have turned their back on you, that have, that have, um, been in darkness, God, we call them into light right now, Lord. We thank you, God. Revive this city, God. Revive us, Lord. Revive us, Lord, so we can carry revival to this city and to this nation and to the other nations of this world, God. We know that's your plan. We know that the fire of God, Lord, is in us, Lord, that we carry your spirit, God. So we thank you, Lord, that your fire is eradicating sickness and disease, that your fire is eradicating the influence of the enemy over the broken and the lost in this city, God. We 
thank you, Lord, that we will answer the call, that we will, that we will look to heaven where our help comes from. We will carry that name, Lord, in the power and in the strength of your might. We know who we are. We're walking in your authority, God. We will not back down. We will not move backward, but we will move forward, God, no matter what it looks like, no matter what the government does, no matter what anyone does, God, we are representatives of heaven, and we will represent you well, Lord. We will represent you well. We will be children, Lord, that carry our daddy's name, Lord God, that won't take no for an answer, but we will we will um, walk in all that you have for us, God. We will walk in the plan and the purpose that you have for our lives, for this church, for this city, for this nation, and for this world. We know no, nothing is too great for you, God. Nothing's impossible, but all things are possible. All things are possible for those who believe. And we are believers. We are not doubters, God. We believe what you said, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us, Lord, and chosen us for such a time as this, Lord. We will not back down. We will not move, move backward. We will not grow weary in well-doing, but we will be doers of your word. We will carry your fire, God, to the realms of influence around us, God. We thank you that you're opening doors, Lord, We're, that you're opening doors for your people, God, that we won't stay tucked into this church, into these four walls, Lord, but we will go outside this church, God, where we where we need to declare the good news, God, where we need to carry your power, God, to those who need it the most, Lord. You said go. You said go. So we hear that call, Lord, and we will go, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And I just thank you, God, that right now that every person that's a part of this church, Lord, that that fire would grow and burn and pick them up off their seat, God, and carry them to the people that you've called them to, Lord. Because we know that every single person in this body has a ministry, Lord. They have a ministry. Whatever that ministry looks like, God, only you know. But God, I thank you that the people of Winner's Church are discovering who they are. They're discovering the plan of God for their life, their purpose, and they're walking in it in power, in boldness, in strength, by your spirit, God, with no lack. But walking into the future that they have, Lord God, we will not settle for less, Lord, but we declare Oklahoma City shall be saved. Oklahoma City shall be healed, Lord, and it's starts right here with us, God. And if no one else goes, we know you're going to call people to come with us. But if no one else goes, we will go. We will go, Lord. And so I just thank you that even this week, God, that you'll begin to speak to your people, Lord, that you'll speak to their hearts, Lord God, that you'll draw them. Just like Nakia said, Lord, that she was leaving outreach the other day and you had drawn her attention to this young lady, Lord. That comes from anticipating you to do something. And just as she turned to that lady, Lord, you supplied that lady's need, Lord God. And she came into the house of God. Lord, we thank you that that will happen so much, Lord, that, that we're sharing so many testimonies. We don't have time for prayer requests, God, because we won't have no prayer requests, Lord, because we'll have received everything that you have for us, God, to where all we have left to share is the goodness and testifying of the power and the awesome name that we carry in the name of Jesus. Jesus. 
So God, we thank you, Lord, that we won't see ourselves, Lord, um, from any other position, Lord, than the position that you've called us to live in. We wouldn't look at our condition. We wouldn't listen to the voices around us, Lord, on social media or otherwise, God. We definitely aren't going to listen to the enemy, and we'll step into the life, the resurrection power that you have for us to walk in, God, so that we can be carriers of that power to others, Lord. We thank you that you're setting you're setting fires right now in every person in this building, God. Let them carry the fire out, Lord, as they leave today. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for their life, God. I bless them as they go tonight, Lord, and they carry your fire out of this building, God. We thank you, Lord, that it is finished. It is done. It is settled in heaven, and it is settled in us that you are a God of your word, and yes and amen. We believe your word, God, and we are walking into it. We are seeing it, Lord. We're living the Bible. We're not only reading it, but we're living it. We're living testimonies of your word, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Does anybody have any other prayer that they need? If you guys want prayer, I'll pray for you um, individually. Um, and you can still come up. I'm going to dismiss, but I mean, it's dismissed. I don't really have anything to dismiss, but it's dismissed already.